0: it's the T Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. He fires downfield. It is picked off. Picked off at the 20-yard line. Intercepted by the Bills. Picked off by
1: Darren Johnson. He goes down right there. And the Bills have the football. They are celebrating. They're running down to the end zone for the celebration. They picked off Patrick Mahomes. Into the end zone. Touchdowns of to Ontario Smith faked
2: inside, straightened up, threw it to Vontae Smith for a touchdown.
1: Snap comes back, turned, handed off, Kendry
2: touchdown,
0: TCU wins! Hit the horn at Fort Worth, Frogs remain undefeated, running it right at Mike Gundy and the Cowboys. Cam
1: scrambles, Cam to the end zone, he's in, he's in! The
0: two-point conversion is good, and Utah leads it.
1: The kick on the way, and that kick is knuckling toward the upright, and it's good. Just gets over the upright. Chase McGrath wins the game for Tennessee, and here they come. Everybody cheering in the celebration. The student section mobbing the field. They're mobbing Chase McGrath. Joy and jubilation as the Tennessee
0: Volunteers have beaten the Alabama Crimson
2: Tide. A great win uh, for Oklahoma today. Really proud of our guys. Showed guts and uh, toughness. Love the hunger and the fight that our guys showed today as a football team.
1: Just like to reiterate how incredibly stupid it is that we can play a highlight from every game pro and college in the world except for OU. <laughs> Everyone. For, I'm, I'm any a, any I'm game played I'm on the you. planet we can play a highlight from. Except our own, so. but I'm not bitter about it. Welcome to Hour 2 of the T-Row in the Morning Show on Monday, October 17. Toby and TJ back with you on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. We are brought to you by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. I also would like to, while I'm in a complaining mood, can I complain about one more thing? Please, yeah, continue to complain Leeds about got absolutely robbed Robbed, I tell you. Oh my. In the I, game against I Arsenal. I could
3: not believe that as I was watching it on my ESPN Plus app. It's
1: not Um, ESPN Plus. Uh, It was uh, (laughs) a complete screw job by the officials. Anytime you play a Big Six team, it's like you're playing. It's like you're down a man, and they out. They dominated Arsenal yesterday. Would have been a giant upset, and they wouldn't give it. They just wouldn't let them win. They just. It was infuriating.
3: Same officials in that game uh, officiated the USC Utah game. I hear.
1: Uh, yeah, the ones that that uh, robbed Lincoln robbed Lincoln Riley yes. of his win. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. All right. Uh, Sooners win. Uh, fifty-two, forty-two. We'll we'll get back to talking about the actual nuts and bolts of that game in a bit, Teach. But uh, what did you think about the brand new alternate anthracite uniforms on Saturday?
3: I thought you know Friday uh or Thursday whenever it was when we were complaining, I was complaining about it. You weren't. Um, I like the look of them. They were very hard on television, though. The numbers were hard to pick up. I couldn't imagine being you. I was going to ask you how it was for you calling the game. And at times, I don't know, it just didn't feel like Oklahoma at times because of the uniform. And it was really hard at times to to pick up on television certain plays certain times where the ball was like I just don't like the dark uniform like that it was just it's a good look it was a sharp look I didn't have a problem with the look itself but I didn't like the way it played on television so I was curious to see how it was for you calling the game because I knew just watching on TV I was like man I couldn't even pick up the number or figure out who that was for a second um, during certain plays so was it difficult in the booth or, or did it show better in person? I heard the TV guys were complaining a lot about not being able to yeah, see. Yeah, it was the hard to see on TV at times. Yeah. From up high. From I'm just saying. Yeah, cam. I'm sure I'm saying they so were talking you said you about like, it. You like the looks of them. So you're talking about like when they
1: show tight shots of them. Tight shots they were fine. Good, but when they show the up high cam and yeah. watching the run of play, it was a little hard to find the football and see numbers. Yes, yes. Yeah. It was difficult. Uh, it's. Not the hardest uniform that I've ever seen. It was not as difficult as Kent State earlier this year, who wore yellow numbers on white uniforms. Mm-hmm. That was tough. It is not as tough as the TCU uniforms that they wore Saturday, which were also kind of a dark gray with a purplish. Or where they had red numbers, the red numbers. But they yeah. were outlined in purple. At least ours were outlined in white, which helped a little bit. But it was tough, and uh, I have I leaned more on Shep. I always lean on Shep a lot. I lean more on him than I ever have on Saturday, and I watch the game more through the binoculars than I ever have on Saturday, especially down around the goal line. I struggled with Barnes and Gray. They went in and out for each other a lot, and I mixed them up a few times, and then I butchered the uh, Gavin Freeman catch. I said it was Stoops. Stoops, yeah.
3: Uh, I thought it was for a second, so
1: But I'm I'm telling you if you know there's a chance that I would have done the same if they were wearing the red uniforms because those two guys have uniforms that end in twos and they're the same size and body type and everything. And Gavin's a tiny bit smaller than Drake. So I, I'm not here to tell you I would have got that right even if they were wearing uniforms. I can't I don't know that I can blame it on the unis. I might have butchered it. I also butchered the Braden Willis touchdown on Saturday. I did not have a very good game. I said he stepped out of bounds at the five, and he didn't. And so that was a – I apologize again to Braden for that. But, um, yeah, they were tough to see the numbers on them. I think they look really cool. When they would show the close-up shots of them on, on the big screen uh-huh. at Owen Field, they looked really cool. And when, like, the team's coming out of the locker room, it almost looked like Darth Vader's troops were coming out or something like that. Like, I know I know the Stormtroopers wear white, but, you know, they look like an enemy, enemy forces were coming out, and they're dark. I don't know. They, I, they look really cool up close. Uh, I like them. I, I think as an alternate uniform, it's the best we've had. They're better than the bring-the-wood unis, and, you know, you could – I'll agree Pick with out that. your throwbacks that you like here or there that we've worn through the years. We did have some pretty cool throwbacks that we wore. But I hope these stick around once a year. I think they're a good once-a-year alternate uni. I love the message behind them. I think they did a great job. And I know, I mean, we heard Gerald McCoy talking about them on our show on Friday. Like the players, the alumni, the, the recruits, everybody just went gaga over them. So that's part of it too, right? So that part, I think they did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a little tough. It was a little
3: t- – it helped that it was our team. Well, that's you what know? I'm saying. Yeah, you could tell who guys were. Uh, but like you said, like the instance with uh, Freeman and Stoops, there's guys that kind of look similar, and you're like, yeah. wait a minute, who was that? And it'll take a minute, or or it'll take until they do the close-up and – you realize it was gray or whoever it was. Right. So, yeah, it was hard to pick up. There's somebody here telling us to put on our glasses that the numbers were easy to see. That was a lot of people I heard from on Saturday. That was the biggest complaint. They all liked the look of it, but even the ones in the stands, I heard from a couple of people that said, boy, I, hope, I bet Toby's struggling because I can't see these numbers a lot of times. So that was what I heard the most from people. They liked the look, but the numbers were hard to pick up.
1: Yeah, I would like to encourage the texture to come sit with me on the sixth floor of the press box <laughs> on the top of the upper deck. It's a little harder to see from up there than wherever you were watching the game from, probably even if it was on your couch. They, some of them were fine. Some of them, like the especially the linemen or you know the bigger guys, but uh, some of them were a little more difficult. Now, I didn't really struggle that much because again it's it, it's good that it's us but you get some of the defensive guys out there that you don't say their names as much and it's hard to tell uh Woody Washington from Jaden Davis or um you know some of those uh defensive linemen i'm trying to think of who might have been in the game CJ Colden Made the pick. He wears 22 and Deshaun White wears 23. You know, Deshaun's a little bigger than him, but that's really all you can go by. You can't really tell the difference between 22 and 23 from where we're sitting. Um, so, and and the
3: names weren't there in white that could kind of pop for you, um, especially for Shep if he's watching the game. There's another
1: thing on like some, like on the onside kick, uh, you know, they would trot out there some guys that were number 9 or number 24 or whatever the case may be, duplicate numbers, and they all just say unity. So you just got body type to go by. Otherwise, there's no way of knowing if that's uh, yeah. DJ Graham or Braden Willis or if it's Marcus Major or Gentry Williams or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was fine. It was fine. I, I would be I would be complaining about it this morning if it was the opponent because that would have been much tougher. But with us, it it was fine. The point is, I really like the uniforms. And I hope they keep them, and I hope they wear them again. But just once a year is fine. Although they did win in it. They did win. Maybe we got to
3: keep going. That always helps. They did win. So I'm fine with it. Do you think going forward that they keep the unity on there, or do they wear them again, uh, let's say next year, and then have the names on them? Or do they keep the unity? And that stays for each time they wear that. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know how
1: easy that is to take off. I
3: don't know. I you know it's just what I mean? Nameplate. So I don't think it's too difficult. But I could be wrong. I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not the one that normally does that. It could be very it's difficult. Prob- Someone's it's yelling at me right easy. now. Right?
1: It's
3: probably
1: easy. Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, I didn't mind the unity being on there. Oh, I'm I didn't either.
3: I'm just saying it would have made it easier, a little easier to 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 pick out guys and to call it was only so. in special teams where that's
1: an issue because you know you know the numbers that are on offense and you know the numbers that are on defense but the onside kick is when i was like hmm, i wonder which which guy that is um it's fine it was it wasn't too bad i mean that's why we get a spotter so
0: put in there for shep
1: shep was right there and he was all over it and um yeah it worked out it worked out just fine but i thought they were a really cool look and i heard pretty much Kind of universal love for him, you know. I mean, I think nobody's here to tell you that should be our uniform all the time. But mm-hmm.
3: as a one-off,
1: I did not really hear any complaining in person anyway.
3: Well, even throughout the week, I there was Except less the than TV I was guys. expecting. Um, once they uh, uh, unveiled yeah. them, so yeah, i m- more, more positive than I mean, nine it, to one, probably from negative to positive. If the score had been forty-two to fifty-two. There would have been a lot of complaining about everything, <laughs> right? Yeah,
1: but they were scoring in them, you know. Tj, they were putting up points in them, so and it works well with Eric. Score they scored, Gray's they scored last first name. in them. They scored first, that's right. Okay, we need to revisit how we did. Let's do this real quickly here, Tj. We can do this in this segment real quickly. Friday, uh, Uncle picked sixty-nine to three, so he had the winning team. A little off on the score, not too far on our score, but um. TJ picked 27-24 OU.
3: A little low. You were a little low. Little, uh, I, uh, I, I had too team. much confidence in the uh, defense and not enough in the uh, offense on that one. Yeah,
1: I don't know how coming off being shut out in the second half and only putting up 25 yards, you didn't foresee us going for 52 <laughs> on center. <laughs> putting that up was 35 in the see. first half, yeah. Mm-hmm. I predicted my three predictions. OU aware, alternate unis. I got that one right. Dylan Gabriel will be back at quarterback. I got that one right. I predicted OU will score, TJ. I got that one right. <laughs> I predicted OU will force three or more turnovers on Saturday. I got that one right. They had uh, two interceptions, and Key Lawrence should have had one there early oh, in the game. Is yeah, that, hit him in the yeah, hand. So that they, what it is? Okay. They forced that turnover too. It just he didn't catch it. <laughs> And I predicted Marvin Mims would have the first uh, touchdown on Saturday. Uh, Who had the first touchdown on Saturday? Let me look at my thing here. Uh, Javante Barnes.
3: I was going to say, I thought it was a running uh, gray or Barnes, yeah.
1: Javante Barnes.
3: Hmm. Well, I got that
1: one right, too, because –
3: <laughs> Let's see how you do this.
1: Marvin Mims. See, I did. Sometimes I don't even know. Marvin Mims were 17. One plus seven is eight. And who handed Javante Barnes the football? Oh, Dylan Gabriel. Yeah. So, yeah. so five for five. I
3: don't know how you even pulled that one off. Five for five. I'm back, baby. I'm back, Teach. Five for five. Very creative on your part to come up with that math that quick and that player, yeah.
1: Um, All right, let's hit how we did on the Ref Royal Rumble. We'll update everybody on a pretty impressive week in the Ref Royal Rumble. When we come back, you can text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. Bottom of the hour, we'll play Brent Venable's postgame thoughts after the win. Back up to this.
0: The T-Row in the morning show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Terry Saxon,
3: man of my dreams at some point this weekend. Had a dream about the $8.99 listing fee. I don't remember really why. Haven't we all? Haven't we all? Yeah, but uh Terry can be the man of your dreams too. 899 that's all he charges for his listing fee. Find out more information, call Terry up 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Let's see where we left off here. Uh not I care. That- now that the fans have seen the alternative, they should stay behind Gabriel. All the calls for the backup or road confidence encouragement is called for, is called that for a reason. I don't think they were calling for backups. I think they were, um, and, and I even pointed out aggravated about his accuracy, some throwing high, throwing a little wide in some of those early games. But I didn't hear like a lot of call for him to be replaced. the The call for the backups came when he was out and. You wanted to see something besides Davis Bevel. There so. wasn't a lot. There was some. There was some. Yeah. Certainly the profit. Uh, not not to the point are. like when Caleb was sitting there behind Spencer. Uh no. So. Not to that point. But he was getting heat. He's getting heat. He's getting heat. Uh. Let's... And the heat is the meat. The meat is the heat. <laughs> Someone just. <laughs> 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 Someone just sent me a screenshot of you just holding chili dogs in the food. Oh, from the, from, the <laughs> from the broadcast? From the TV. They took a screenshot of you. Uh... <laughs> oh, I didn't get to eat any of those. That's the sad part. <laughs> they look delicious. Like it a looked, six-pack of little delicious. chili dogs. They dog smell amazing. <laughs> can I ride in Ted's car so that I can hear him yell at people on the road and talk about ear flushing? Uh, Ted and Gabe will be on the flight. They play yeah. in the NFL. Teddy doesn't drive. They're
1: not going to uh they're not going to – got important things to do, like get back and watch NFL football games. So they will be on the flight. And we have one more seat available <laughs> to our crew on the flight. Uh, we'll see if Chris needs it or not after the uh, – after we find out the game time. And if not, then we'll uh, let Stats or Tom or uh, Andrew or somebody else will get to uh, fly up there and back. So it'll be good.
3: Uh, Toby, TJ, I would love to go to Ames with the radio crew And we got four piece sets of China When we got married Uh, That's from uh, Curtis B Thank you, Curtis Thank you for appreciating the offer that was put forth today Uh, There are several videos of USA Holding Utah in the end zone Preventing safety Yeah, it's supposed to be USC And I think it got them here Uh, Videos of USC holding Utah in the end zone Preventing a safety in multiple other places Lincoln Riley's bleep <laughs> uh linebackers is care. our problem on defense, this texter says. Okay. Um let's see. Hey T Row. Yes. I was wondering if you could oh we already answered that Asking if you could see how you could see the numbers. We just talked about that. Uh we flipping love the new uniform. However, from the stands, the numbers were difficult to read, but they looked great on television. All right. That's from Victoria. Uh, good morning, guys. Good During morning. the second half of the game on Saturday, one of the announcers for the game was talking about the uniforms and how dark they were, and it could have been a penalty if the other coaches or refs uh, couldn't see the numbers. Boomer, that's from Kelly in uh, Perry, Florida. That's stupid. <laughs> no, they they, say they spent quite a while on that talking about, that's a, uh, they said that's a little-used unknown rule that if they yeah. can't see from up in the booth, they can call down and have a flag thrown.
1: That's stupid, though.
3: (laughs) I know know it's stupid, but they they were angry about it on television over the numbers.
1: Well, I I saw a lot of people tweeting because they would tag us. I'm switching to radio. I'm tired of hearing these guys gripe about our uniforms. So I know that they were spending some time griping. I'm here to tell you, as a person who looks at uniforms for a living from a long ways away, uh, they weren't weren't the easiest, but they definitely weren't the hardest. And uh, like I said, the ones TCU wore on Saturday – are almost impossible to see from a press box. And the ones Kent State wore earlier this year were way tougher than these. So the fact that they spent that much time griping about it, uh, put your binoculars on, use your
3: spotter, and get over it and call the game. Jeez. Penalty! Uh, I had a good feeling from the way the coin flip went. The first drive was a work of art, and the defense looked a lot better in the 4-3, the defense still has some things to work on. However, they did not lose us the game and got us a turnover. I, I love, love four, Smitty three, pumping three, up thing. the sideline.
1: Uh, no, uh, I love the 4-3-3-4 four, three, three, four thing. Like, people think the 4-3 is the answer. You, you, three, four. They didn't run the four-man front all day Saturday. I mean, they ran it some, but they didn't they, they didn't come out and say, we're running a four-man front all day. They mixed it up. They went back and forth. They made some good plays out of both. They have been burned out of both. But for some reason, people have decided you got to play a four-man front to win football games defensively so uh
3: but that is funny uh let's see here what do the away unity uniforms look like i don't think there are any I, yeah if they've made them I, you would have thought they would have presented those yeah uh when they when they presented the other ones last week so i don't know that they have one at this point uh they may i My- mean they may look into that or they may be working on it but i don't think they're there yet
1: I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. I, I agree with you. I think we would have seen it if there was a white version of it. And I, my guess is, we won't see it
3: again this year. I think it'll be a once-a-year thing. Uh, my. Uh, let's see here. I just Did that thing where it jumped up on me. Uh, if the referee had to run into the stands at OU, they would have thrown him out of the stadium over the uh <laughs> north wall. That's Darren and Norman. That's pretty funny. uh good morning from jeff in tulsa uh i'm a big arsenal supporter fair result you did not get robbed sorry gosh get out of here jeff what is his name jeff and jeff in tulsa you're a homer you're a homer
1: get out of here absolutely hey let me know when uh uh, jesus Quits, well, I guess it was probably Gabriel. When Gabriel quits pulling on Banford's jersey when he has a breakaway for a goal. Let me know when he lets go. I don't even know the words that are coming out of your ingest mouth. And stop it. I guess we can spike people now. We can just kick people now, and it's
3: fine. Get it out of here. be Jeff, more entertaining also. then. Uh, since they beat Kansas at home in the Uni- Unity uniforms, that's hard to say, Unity uniforms, I think we need to wear those for the rest of the home games. No, no, no. You've gone too far now. Come on. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Happy for the Sooners win. And yes, they can use the alternate uniforms again. Is the station closer to being allowed for T Row to play highlights?
1: No. Oh uh, no. Yeah, no, I'd say we're closer because time has passed.
3: <laughs> there will be a day. <laughs> Hold on, people. Uh, the numbers were hard to read, but with what was even more confusing is the back of the jersey so that unity is all you, you couldn't figure out who was who. See, I don't understand that. Have people not figured out what number people wear yet? I don't, in a lot of cases. Some of them I know who they are and what number they are, but I'm not a big numbers guy, so I'm a big, I don't know, I just recognize their body and who they are, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah.
1: Did you you need to be able to see the word Mims on his back to know it's Marvin Mims?
3: Uh, not Marvin, but there would be a couple of the receivers maybe that I would say, is that Weiss or someone, you know. So,
1: What number Steel Theo Weiss?
3: Uh, don't know. I <laughs> don't know. Does he have okay. a number? Um, He's number 10, yes.
1: Is he? Yeah, that, that's right.
3: Let's see here. Love the unis, For, uh, but numbers three or four years now, I believe. <laughs> where numbers were hard to see from a distance. That's ramrod sooner. So that Thank seems you. to be the uh, they were hard thing. Yeah. yeah, they
1: were hard. Yeah, there's not a lot of contrast between that crimson and that gray. It was the
3: it was uh, difficult. Uh, this person says that uh, he'll take the hit and sit in the booth with T. row oh, what a sacrifice. Angel emoji. Angel emoji. See TJ.
1: All these people would love to do it. Um, Have fun changing your solenoid or whatever in two weeks again up in Lake <laughs> Uh
3: Send me my credentials, this texter says. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people now texting in about the TV guy saying it was illegal, so skipping through some illegal. of these. <laughs> uh, I love the Sooners, but I must say the Tennessee-Alabama game was amazing. I also think CBS does an amazing job televising college football games. What are your thoughts? Well, the game was amazing. hmm Does CBS do an amazing job? Um, I think it just depends on the game and the matchup more so than... I mean, obviously, who calls the game can make a difference. Their
1: crew is, is Kevin Harlan, who's just fantastic. It's great, yeah. And uh, their color guy is... Uh, oh, man, what's his name? Uh, he's been doing it forever. He was Vern Lundquist's guy forever. Um I had gum it. Anyway, he's he's fine. He's not my favorite, but he's fine. You know, I don't know, like, from I I don't know, like, I would need that person to tell me, like, exactly what they're talking about before I could agree or disagree. Are they talking about, like, camera angles or replays or, like, what what is it about a CBS broadcast that they find different than an ABC or a, Gary Danielson. Thank you, Drake. Yeah, Gary Danielson. He's fine. Uh, than an ESPN or an ABC or a Fox broadcast that you enjoy more. Is it just the is it the fact that you know it's a good game? Or, uh, I I'm willing to agree with you, but I need a little more explanation as to what you enjoy about the CBS broadcast. I'm trying to think. As someone who used to work for CBS. I'm eager to agree with you on this, but I need I'm trying to figure
3: out why I should. I will agree. Like thinking about it in my head. Is it the theme song? The way it's shot. Is better on CBS. Like, <laughs> what does that mean? Camera angles and different things. Well, they're the same camera angles. No, uh, they're not. They're not. <laughs> CBS does a much better job. It seems like. Okay, I'm just making that up. But um, I, I think it all comes down to the the matchup itself and who's calling the game. Obviously, who's calling the game can make a difference. But that Tennessee Alabama game would have been great had it been on Fox ABC. Didn't matter. Kevin, it's not Kevin Harlan. It's uh. Uh, no, I can picture him, and I, I'm blanking on his Drake, name. help
1: me out again. Boy, it's just sad.
3: Okay, I'll figure it out. Go ahead. Uh, let's see here. Uh, with regard to the USC-Utah game, be honest. How irritated would Sooner Nation have been if Speed D had Brad held Nestle. Utah on the uh, goal line for the touchdown for the two-point conversion? Thankfully, they were who we thought they were. Well, obviously, Sooner Nation wouldn't have liked that. They held them on that two-point conversion. Sooner
1: Nation is, uh, yeah, wouldn't have liked anything about USC winning. Toby, why can't you play OU highlights? Texas was asking. Uh, We have been forbade for the time being. (laughs) I can't get into any more than that. I can play anybody else in the country, any other college or NFL team, any other sport. Uh, any other sound bite, but I cannot play that. He so. can't, can't play his own know. voice. Uh, just as long as he voice.
3: doesn't play his own voice,
1: he's fine. Or, or, or anything we have on the broadcast, me or otherwise. So, uh, seven thirty-five in the morning. Brent Venables post-game press conference, not the interview with Chris Plank. Press conference. When we come back,
0: the ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405 735
2: 5510. Good to see everybody. A uh, great win uh, for Oklahoma today. Uh, they're all really good wins. I know the difference between winning and losing, and and uh, any kind of way, you know, to, to find a way to get a win um, is what it's all about. And um, so I uh, appreciate uh, all the hard work, you know, our, our players and our staff put into. Uh, into this week Uh, like every week no different um, what the expectations are and uh, but not necessarily an easy thing to do Um, you know under the the circumstances of just disappointment the last few weeks so really proud of our guys showed guts and uh, toughness Um, tremendous resolve and uh, love the hunger and the fight that our guys showed today as a football team thought we complimented each other really pretty well for a good part of the game, and then um, obviously put ourselves in some tough positions uh, as well. Uh, there's a lot that was excellent today and, uh, and there's plenty uh, that we got to continue to get better at. And um, but really proud of again, our, our, our players, our staff uh, for us to have the kind of finish uh, that we are capable of having and that we uh, desire to have. you know today was obviously an important day. Uh, Going into our bye week, uh, you know, getting you know a victory against a good, disciplined uh, uh, Kansas team uh, that's been playing very well, and um, that um, they've had a couple of losses now. Uh, They've they've uh, shown tremendous uh, improvement um, from the Kansas I saw before. Um, Really, uh, they do a great job there. So, uh, again, winning's hard against anyone. Just. Uh, Our our fans today were just terrific. Uh, They were just great, man, from the walk of champions to, um, you know, helping us win today. It was cool to see that. And, again, I know there's sacrifice for everybody. And um, it's hard, you know, again, there's that, you know, where the rubber meets the road, where they want to stay loyal and continue to be passionate about, you know, your team, even uh, when we're, not exactly where we all want us to be, and uh, so I just I love seeing that, and that was really cool to 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 come into the stadium there uh, at kickoff just before kickoff and, and to see the place unpacked and loud and uh, really um, you know made a difference for us today. So um, we broke some records today, uh, you know, with some things that we did both off you know offensively in the half and and set some uh, some records and uh, what we did in a quarter uh, as well so that was cool to see the efficiency of the offense and really we, we, we get when we get out of our own way, you know it, it could have been a lot better you know, as good as it was. I love seeing our guys in victory formation there at the end. Uh, it was a good hard fought uh, win and again um, dragging ourselves off the mat and getting back on the saddle. Uh, really proud you know of our guys.
1: back in the saddle again. Out where a friend is a friend. You ever seen that, Teach? Ever seen that when you're out at the lake on the boat or no, anything? I no, can't say
3: that I have. Is that um, our West Yella-Gosney review there uh, with oh, uh, Brent Venables? Absolutely. Definitely Oklahoma is. City's top-rated personal injury lawyers. Give them a call if you need your help. They can, uh, they can definitely uh, represent you. 405 800 Thanks to West Yella-Gosney Law Firm.
1: A couple of things about what Coach had to say. I was a little concerned about the crowd until about ten fifteen minutes before kickoff because it was a whole lot of empty seats, and then <laughs> it was full.
3: It was like uh, late arriving, well, but they had the they parade and everything going on, so yeah. they're probably uh, spending a little Excellent bit more time point. down there watching the parade and the festivities beforehand.
1: Excellent point. Uh, they they uh, they filled it in. Uh, most of the people still came to the game and supported their team, even though they lost three in a row. Not everyone. Some people decided to do other things this weekend and go other places, but most people were there to support their team. And um, one thing that was of note, teach I don't know if they did this on the TV broadcast or not, but do you remember the Marvin Mims uh, look like a touchdown the where touchdown they called him out he, at the one they yard him line? out at
3: the one, uh-huh. Did
1: you ever see a good—on TV, did they—we were watching the TV replay, but I did they explain why they thought he was down or out?
3: Well, they thought his foot touched out just barely on the edge, but I don't— The TV guys did? Well, that's what they were saying. That's what they thought that they were going with. But I couldn't—I don't know that it was, so I never saw I anything agree. that I said, boy, I don't know how you don't give him that touchdown. So, no, I, I think he was in. Several
1: interesting things from that play. Uh, One, if that was the ruling, that he touched out of – because they just came out and said the call on the field stands. stands, right. I don't think he went out. I think it should have been a touchdown. But if he did touch out of bounds, then if you remember when they restarted the game, OU spiked the football. Yes, to stop probably it, yeah. probably didn't end up mattering anyway. They only lost a second in this whole thing. But they failed to get a touchdown here. I think they should have had a touchdown in the original play, is my opinion. But if they said he, he stepped out of bounds, then the clock should have been stopped with eight seconds to go. And you could take as long as you want. You don't have to spike the football. You know what I mean? You could just run a play. But for whatever reason... Either they wound the clock or, oh, you thought they were going to round, wind the clock or, for whatever reason, they got over the ball and were ready to go immediately and spike the football. So that was weird. I, I never got a good – did they think a knee was down? didn't look like me. A knee wasn't down. It wasn't even close. So he either stepped out or it's a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So either the clock has stopped because he's out of bounds or it's a touchdown. Anyway, in the stadium, they kept showing that replay over and over again to see whether Marvin got in but in showing the replay over and over again they were also and I don't think they realized obviously they didn't realize this they wouldn't have done it they were also
3: showing Kobe Bryant's leg get snapped in half right oh that was that play because he got rolled up on on that play that's right that's right in the middle of that play his
1: leg was broken and you could see it and it was Joe Theismann disgusting And they just kept showing it over and over and over again. And they were doing it because they were trying to see if Marvin Mims got into the end zone. Mm -hmm. But if you didn't look at Marvin, if you looked back at the pack of guys trying to tackle Marvin, it was
3: nauseating. Yeah, because he got bent in such a uh, – man, it was gross. Yeah, it was bad. Um, So we were all focused on that and and – Watching that as that was being played out, but there there was no way it was a knee or anything like that. It had to have been the edge of the foot they said was out. So you're right on the clock and everything. So I didn't even think about that on the scoreboard in the stadium. It probably really showing mat- that if it, they keep seeing that, Ugh.
1: It, it, it wouldn't have mattered. There was time for two plays anyway. It, it, it's not like they went to fourth down or anything like that. I don't think it would have mattered, mm-hmm. but um, it was just a curiosity on my point uh, on my part. But
3: um, they didn't get in. Yeah, that was a, one of the, you know, that was disappointing because you would have liked to have seen them punch it in. They should have been been able to. We had the discussion before that fourth down or before that final play on the radio, uh,
1: should they kick it or go for it? And Gabe was all for going for it, and I was also in the camp of go for it. However, I did bring up, well, you'd hate to give Kansas any momentum here, like oh, OU. Uh, dominated the first half, had a historic offensive first half. Let's don't give them any momentum going into the locker room. And I know kicking a field goal is swallowing your pride a little bit, but at least you don't give them a fourth down stop to sprint off the field and be all excited about. And it turned out it didn't matter. Oh, you went on to win the game. But, um, yeah, that was disappointing because I think they should have had a touchdown originally, but still, you got to get it in from the one-yard line.
3: I was for it uh, with the way things had gone this week. And then that Texas game, remember, I was upset because they kept going for it. They went to work on fourth down and didn't take their points in that game. And I said, you needed to take those points there. That was a different yeah. situation, different quarterback, looking a lot different in that game. But that one I had no problem with. I was like, well, I was even sitting there saying, go for it.
1: And I think that's the perfect place for the Willis cat. Like we didn't oh, see that's Saturday. True. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah. They lined up in it first play of the game and then flexed out of it and and didn't go back to it. They had a couple of direct snaps to Eric Gray, uh, but they didn't run the Willis Cat. And I like the package, and I think that's the perfect spot for it. You know, fourth and one or down around the goal line or whatever, use it like you used Blake Bell in the belldozer. Let that be a part of your power running game.
0: So... think that would have been the perfect spot for him 749 we'll be back make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State lock it on the ref sports radio network your home for Sooner fans dance your pants
3: off get the rhythm with the 899 listing fee that's the new slogan for Terry Saxon at least that's the one I'm giving him dance your pants off 405-361-3380 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Before I give the uh, any uh, text on the text line, did you update the Ref Royal Rumble standings, or did I? No. Okay. Do you, you want to do, do right that? Now? Yeah, go ahead before yeah. we get to the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, no, why are you eager to do it? I just want the people that are getting mm. to work at 8 o'clock to be able to hear and not have to go back and listen on the podcast later, even I though see. they will anyway.
1: It was a big day for upsets on Saturday. Uh, There's a reason that we're all sports geniuses that work here at the ref. One, two, three, four, five, six of us hit our upsets on Saturday. Uh, Mike Steele, Travis Davidson, Teddy Lehman, and I all had Tennessee. Drake Dyke and TJ had Illinois. Uh, All upsets hit, so three points apiece. All those people, though, also missed their lock, ironically. So, three points each for TJ, Toby, Teddy, Drake, Travis, and Steve Mann. Josh Elmer and Parker Thune each at their lock. Tyler McComas and Chris Plank were shut out this week. So, you're updated. Ref Royal Rumble Pizza Hut standings are TJ Perry and the Chairman still in first place with 15 points. Teddy Lehman in second with 13. Travis Davidson in third with 12. I'm in fourth with 11. Mike Steeley having a good year in fifth place with 10. Parker Thune in sixth place with nine. Then you drop down to Chris Plank and Josh Helmer in seventh place with six. Those guys are co-hosts on a show together. Uh, Tyler McCombs ninth place. Machine Gun has five holes. And Drake Dyer is still in the basement, but watch out. footsteps. steps. He's got four
3: points. He's in 10th place. Man.
1: How's the chairman, the chairman feeling? The chairman's feeling you great. Did you guys enjoy that big Illinois Minnesota game on he, Saturday?
3: He did. Boy, you're, uh, you've just gone Max Headroom on me. I don't know what's going on. but um, No, he's feeling great. Um, he was very pumped when on game day they announced that Illinois' quarterback was playing. He's like, I told you. Um, you know, he had texted me. The end of our show Friday said, don't change my pick. I don't care if he's out. We're going Illinois. And I said, all right, I was just letting you know the quarterback's questionable. And so he was quite happy when uh, he heard that uh, their quarterback was going to play on Saturday and uh, felt very confident in his pick, so he was happy. He was very Very upset over the Tennessee outcome. Alabama missing a field goal and Tennessee hitting that field goal uh, because he knew all of you or five or six of you had uh, Tennessee in that upset special. So he was was not happy at the end of that game. Uh Oh, I think we've completely lost him. Toby, if you can hear me, you are completely gone. So we'll let you try to reconnect. Uh, we'll hit the top of the hour break. We've got a special guest coming up on the other side. We'll get back to more of your texts. Uh, 405-651-3438 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Continue talking about a win. Much better feeling in Sooner Nation today than what we've had the last few Mondays. As Oklahoma can go into the bye week now. Feeling good about themselves. Keep building off of that 52-42 win. We'll take a timeout. Hopefully we have Max uh, Max Headroom back after this. T-Row in the morning show on the ref.